Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for November 8, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Standing on a Word from God, where we've been learning how you can get a word from God and then how you go on this amazing journey to actually see the word come to pass. For Abraham, uh, he got a word from God, and it took 24 years for his wife to get pregnant. It took 25 years for the baby to, co to come to pass. And then even after that, another 17 years later, it took 42 years for him to really kind of sow his son as a seed so that the word that he received back in Genesis 12 could come to pass. With David, we've been studying the life of David. This is part 49 of the overall, se overall series and part 21 of the life of David. For David, it was more like, hey, he received, he was minding his own business. He got a word from God that he was going to be the next king of Israel. And then his wife, his life went on this journey. And uh, it took him 13 years to become king, actually became the, the king of Judah in that time frame, and then even longer to actually become the king of Israel. So we've been studying the journey that he's going on. And in, in this part of his life story, we've been studying the life of, or the experience that he had with Goliath, you know, so the whole David and Goliath story. Let's get back to that again today. So the title of today's message is An Agent of Change. Once again, this is part 49 of the overall series and part 21 of the life of David. So yesterday I talked about the fact that David, a teenage boy, was thrusted into the national spotlight while he was running an errand for his father. Just think about that for a minute. His father said, hey, take lunch to your brothers. He went to go run an errand for his father. And all of a sudden, while he was running an errand, he experienced a life-changing event. So, you know, God catapulted him into the national spotlight. He had an opportunity. The grace of God was on him. He sensed that it was the right time. And he had an opportunity that was standing before him. And he maximized the moment. We dealt with that yesterday. When God's timing lines up with earthly opportunity, you have to embrace the grace of God to maximize the moment. The two don't line up all the time. I mean, so sometimes you know that you have the grace of God to do something, but God says, no, it's not the right time. And then, or other times you think, oh yeah, this is the right time, but you may not necessarily be prepared for it. But when the two line up, when you know that the grace of God is on you to do it, and this is the right time, the opportunity is there and God says, go, man, you got to maximize that moment. You got to make the most of the opportunity. That's what David said. He wasn't looking for national notoriety. He wasn't looking for the spotlight. He wasn't even looking for a fight, but that was the opportunity and it was the right time. And he went and he did it. So something funny happened on the way to lunch, right? So David was on the way to lunch, and all of a sudden, he had this opportunity to fight this giant. He was led of the Holy Spirit to do so. He kills the giant, and he becomes a national hero. So let me reiterate this for a moment. Every soldier in the Israelite army, every Israeli soldier had the opportunity to fight Goliath. I mean, they had the opportunity for 40 days. Goliath came out and taunted them twice a day, 80 times he did this. And they all had the opportunity before David. David didn't show up until the 80th time. But this is what I believe. I believe that no one could really step out that into that valley, into the Valley of Elah, because that was David's assignment. So it's, it's about knowing that what God has for you is for you. Let me, let, okay, let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, some preachers kind of highlight the fact that Moses struck the rock twice, right? So, you know, if you, if you read the book of Genesis, Moses struck the, the rock twice 
And and they say, well, because he struck the rock twice, he was not allowed to lead the nation of Israel into the promised land. Now, let me say this. I really believe that the grace to lead the nation of Israel to the promised land was Joshua's. It wasn't Moses's. So Moses had an assignment and he had the grace to fulfill his assignment. Joshua had an assignment and he had the grace to fulfill that assignment. And what, what God has for you is for you. And what God has for someone else is for someone else. So I'll give you another example from the New Testament, Peter and Paul. So Peter was the, he started, you know, the New Testament church. He preached and 3,000 souls were added to, unto the church on the day of Pentecost. And he led the New Testament church. Peter was led of God and had the grace of God on him to minister Jesus to the Jews, but not to the Gentiles. Peter didn't preach to the Gentiles. And so some theologians try to make the argument that Peter was racist and he didn't want to deal with people that were non-Jews. Honestly, the, the bottom line is he, he didn't have the grace to do it. God called Paul to minister to the Gentiles. So what was for Peter was for Peter. What was for Paul was for Paul. What was for Moses was for Moses. What was for Joshua was for Joshua. You're like, okay, well, Rick, what does this have to do with this story of David and Goliath? Well, it's the same point. My point is that what was for David was for David. None of those other soldiers could have stepped out there for, for Goliath because that was David's assignment. And David knew that when it was that moment, he knew that I'm supposed to be doing this. And there, there are times where, where you're going to have a divine moment. You're going to have a, an opportunity and the grace of God is on you to do it. And the Holy Spirit will say, this is the, the, this is the right time. So the timing is right. The grace is right. The opportunity is right. You seize that opportunity. This is your season. This is your time. This is your turn. And you go and you become the man, the woman that God called you to be. And you operate into that, in that, in that spotlight, in that moment, and, and you're shifted and you're elevated and everybody's watching and you take on no pressure to perform and, and you get to do what you were born to do, what you were birthed to do for such a time as this. You got to know when is your season. You got to know when is your time. Before the foundations of the world, God knew that it was David that was going to walk into the Valley of Eli, nobody else. So yes, David showed up on the 40th day, but nobody could really walk into that valley from day one to day 39 because it wasn't their season. It wasn't their time. It wasn't their turn. It wasn't their assignment. What was for David was for, was for David. What was for me is for me. What was for Paul is for Paul. What was for Peter is for Peter. So what does this mean to you today? I'm talking about being an agent of change. Listen, last point I'll make before we get into the nuggets is that when David killed Goliath, remember the Israelite army they were there, but they were not ready to fight. When David killed Goliath, it's like they woke up, like they broke out of their stupor, and then they they were activated to go out and fight the Philistine army, and they destroyed them all. So David became an agent of supernatural change, not just for the nation of Israel, but for the Israelite army and for all the soldiers that were there. So what does this mean to you today? Maybe you're on the train right now, you're in an Uber, you're driving your car, you're drinking a cup of coffee in your kitchen, and you're like, listen, Rick, that was cool. That was a good story. But what does that mean to me? Okay, what does this mean to you today? I have three things to share with you on this morning. Let's get into them. Number one, what God has for you is for you. No one can take what God has destined for you. I mean, so nobody can take your assignment. Um, nobody can take what's yours. 
and you can't take what's for someone else. So when you understand this and you know who you are, then you can celebrate the diversities of giftings and callings without jealousy. You have nothing to be jealous of someone else about, and they really don't have anything to be jealous of you of because what's, what's for them is for them and what's for you is for you. And when you know this, you can celebrate other people. You can lift them up. And you know that lifting them up does not mean that I'm tearing myself down. I can celebrate them. And it doesn't diminish me in any way because I know who I am and I'm, I'm free to celebrate who God called them to be. So when you know who you are, you can run your own race. You know that you have your own grace and you know that everything you need to maximize your purpose and potential was stored up for you before the world began. You don't run somebody else's race you, because if you try to be somebody that you're not called to be, then you're going to need some things that, that were not stored up for you. They were stored up for them. So you're going to be making a demand on God for something that's not yours. And that's where frustration sets in. So my message to you is just rest, rest in who God called you to be and free yourself of comparison and free yourself of envy. Number two, the Lord can change your life in a moment. I mean, just like that. He can shift you, elevate you, promote you, cause you to increase, experience favor, advancement, acceleration in a moment. So there's nothing that God can't do. So rest in that. Believe God. Know that that you serve a God that can change it, that can elevate you in an instant. But he will not do it before your time, before the proper time. The day that David fought Goliath was his time. It was his moment. It was a season. And, and so God won't elevate you before your time because the people may not be ready. You may not be ready. And if God elevates you before your time and either you're not ready or they're not ready to receive you, then what 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 you think is a blessing is actually going to wind up being a burden. If God promotes you prematurely, then it can actually distract you or derail you or even destroy you. It's going to get you off track from your destiny. So you need to trust God's timing and know that when the time comes, he can elevate you just like that. Number three, and finally, the grace of God is on you to activate the grace of God in others. Think about that for a minute. When David killed Goliath, once again, it woke up the Israelite army. God will do something in you that will cause others to be activated. Say say this. Say, I am contagious. See, you are contagious. You are an agent of supernatural change. God sends you out into the world. He does things in you. He activates things in you. And then he does it in such a way that when you talk to others, it activates something in them. God will cause you to live with a certain level of zeal and fervor and fire that when people come in contact with you, they are activated from the inside out. If you talk to me, I'm talking about Rick Pena. I don't, most of you don't know me personally, but if you ever get a chance to talk to me, In real life, face-to-face, person-to-person, I'm telling you, after talking to me for a few minutes, you're going to feel like you can do anything. I'm saying the grace of God that is on my life is going to activate the grace of God that's on your life. We are agents of supernatural change. You got to know that you are contagious, that you are called for such a time as this, that God sends you out. He deploys you into the world as an agent of supernatural change, and that's, that's the attitude that he wants you to have this morning as you head out into this day. So I want you to repeat after me now, by in faith from a believing heart. Say these words over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. I am called for such a time as this. What you have for me is for me. I appreciate what you're doing in others, but I refuse to allow envy or strife to cause me to lose myself by chasing someone else's assignment. No, I know who I am. 
I have the discipline to pursue my own purpose. Therefore, I declare that your abounding grace is available to me to accomplish everything I was destined to accomplish. You bring me before great men. Then you shift me and elevate me. And when you do, you use me to activate change in the lives of others. When people come in contact with me, something is activated in them that causes them to pursue their own assignment. This is why I'm ready, Father, to enter this day and to leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. It's going to be a blessing to you. Listen, let me just say this before I close. I am so honored to do this. I've been doing this for 21 years. <laughs> and and I, I really love starting my day this way. This is part of my divine assignment. My prayer for you is that you find who who God called you to be, that you walk in your own divine assignment, that you walk in your own purpose, and that you complete it, that you find it, you follow it, and you finish it while you're in the, the land of the living, that you get it done before you die, that you die empty, that you get out of you everything that God placed in you before the world began. And do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, please share this message with someone that you know. Share this on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Go into this day. Go be an agent of supernatural change. God bless you.